Hello, everyone. It's time for Advantage Chicagoland Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Pete Castanis. This is episode 249, season 10. Today's date is uh, August 27, 2023, and welcome to the show. Yes, I am back for another episode. On today's program, uh, we're going to start with a sad note. Uh, I'm going to do my tribute to Bob Barker, the, uh, the most famous game show uh, host ever. Uh, he passed away yesterday at the age of 99. I will talk about uh, his career, his biography, and my memories of watching him on television. Also, I will talk about uh, a restaurant called Barney's Market Club that was located in Chicago, uh, famous for its slogan, Yes, Sir, Senator. <laughs> a lot of people remember that. Uh, it's still spoken t- to this day on s- social media. I'll talk about a little bit about that place. And uh, but first, uh, the program will go into a commercial break. And this program is brought to you by Downy Flake Waffles. And its slogan is wake up, wake up. (laughs) And this commercial is from 1980, courtesy of Rick Klein from Fuzzy TV Memories. And uh, so sit back and relax, and I'll be right back with the program. Thank you, everyone. up to the get-you-going taste of Downy Flake breakfast foods. Delicious golden toaster waffles and fluffy light toaster pancakes. All ready to pop up in the toaster and say, wake up. Wake up. Wake up. With Downy Flake. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for Downy Flake Waffles. Wake up, wake up, wake up with Downy Flake. <laughs> I remember this very well. <laughs> um, I don't know when this product started. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure, uh, but I do remember uh, having it when I was growing up. Uh, I think my mother bought it maybe once or twice. It's like Eggo waffles. You know, they're frozen and you put them in the toaster and then you wait till they pop up and then pour some syrup, add some butter, and you're all set to go. Uh, your brother, uh, I probably had this once or twice. And uh, in our house, we usually had Eggo 
which is still made, uh, you know, because they're round. And uh, also Aunt Jemima, she bought that once or twice. They're pretty good. I love waffles. Uh, pancakes are my favorite. They're my favorite breakfast. I love those. And, uh, but, you know, I, for the first time I had a Belgian waffle, I went to a restaurant, a friend of mine owns it, and uh, it was pretty good. I thought it was huge. It looked huge, but you know, but it didn't fill me up. You know, not really. Uh, no, I shouldn't do that. Eat more, but uh, it was delicious. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Downy Flake is not uh, around. I don't think so. The last I heard, it was bought out by Quaker Oats, and then it went to uh, Hungry, Hungry Jack. Remember biscuits? Those, uh, which were made by Pillsbury. I don't know. So many companies have bought discontinued switched it's expensive and uh no not expensive confusing pardon me and uh, so so this commercial was uh very catchy like that and then again thank you rick klein from fuzzy tv memories from the from the museum you know he does an excellent job you can check out his uh channel on youtube he's got wonderful uh commercials also like uh old uh tv segments like the news or programs it's wonderful he, he's a great guy and uh i love i love his stuff and we're good friends okay at the beginning of the program i'm I, i'm sorry uh, at the beginning of the program i will talk about a uh, bob barker i will do a tribute to him because he passed away yesterday at the age of 99. also i would do barney's market club restaurant in chicago before i get started i want to mention one thing uh i got an interest i received an interesting email from somebody yesterday uh he said uh you uh you know i was home in bed i was home in bed sick and i had uh, nothing to do uh, i didn't want to read a lot you know because i heard my so i started listening to your podcast on my tablet and then uh the funny thing is he started listening to it the first episode <laughs> which was like two years ago like that and uh all of a sudden he got hooked and then he watched then he listened to the second one the third one the fourth one and fifth i mentioned this before to people that uh i was rusty i'm i wasn't very good i said a lot of ums you like this um, um, um. i was forgetful because i'm nervous i still am to this day um because i was like uh what i was uh had my feet wet and uh the email said that you know i enjoyed your show i love it you know because i love nostalgia i love chicago you know uh i don't have time to listen to all of them but uh right now he's listening to about uh, about 40. <laughs> and like wow that's a lot you know and he says i'm gonna listen to them all I want to listen to this. So, and uh, and he said, Pete, you're doing a wonderful job. I, I love what you do. It, I don't care if you're a mess, if you uh, stumble, you know, and you're nervous. It's natural. You're, you're what you speak is natural. You know, uh, sometimes a lot of people don't like it scripted. You know, you sound like you're talking verboten. Is that how it's called? Like you sound like a robot. You know, and, uh, which is fine, you know. So this is the real me talking. 
like that. Because this is the real, yeah, like I said, this is the real me talking. And uh, that's a nice compliment. And I tell him I ho- that thank you very much. I hope you feel better. You know, being sick is not fun because uh, I've been there. As for me, I'm doing much better. Um, not in pain or anything. Not like last weekend. I was going to do a podcast, but I got sick. About to recover in about a couple of days. So, so far, so good. Uh God help me. All right. So let's get started. I'm going to talk about Bob Barker. When I heard the news yesterday that he passed away, uh, well, it's not a surprise because he was 99 years old, uh, but uh, a lot of people were said that he pa- that he's gone and uh, they grew up watching with him on The Price is Right. What you, a lot of people didn't know, he hosted another game show. Uh, it was called Truth or Consequences. And that started about in 1956, and that lasted on network television uh, quite a while. And then I do remember the show when it was syndicated in the early 70s, and uh, that was on WFLD-TV Channel 32. I used to watch that, and uh, it 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 was a funny show, and I remember one promo that um there was somebody was talking to this woman and they were outside and there was like a car i think it was her car and there was a crane and all of a sudden the crane you know like a well like a wrecking ball fell on the top of her car (laughs) and she went oh (laughs) like that and uh and it was her reaction was just priceless. And then the I think what happened was it wasn't her car. It was a it was a replica. It just looked like her car. It wasn't a real car. And uh, <laughs> oh, that was hilarious. I love that. I remember. I wish uh, I I think it's on YouTube. I'm not sure. I I could double check. They ran for a little while. Bob Barker was a great host in that. But, of course, the best job he ever had was The Price is Right. So The Price is Right, that's the second version. The first version uh, premiered on NBC in 1956, and that lasted about seven years. And the, the host was Bill Cullen, if people remember him. Uh, you know, he hosted a lot of game shows, lots of it. Like, for example, he was on, uh, well, he was a panel on the I've Got a Secret in the 50s. He was there for a long time. And he hosted a lot of shows, a lot of that. And uh, I've seen a couple episodes. Uh, sometimes they show them on the Game Show Network on TV. Or it's on YouTube, and uh, it's nothing like the second one. Not really. It's different, but uh, there's sort of the, I think the, uh, how would I say that the method is still the same, but it was fun to watch, you know, like that. Okay, and uh, so the second um, version premiered on September how would I get the date? <laughs> I forgot the date. I just got, oh, September 4th, 1972. And uh, they had a syndicated program also. And I think that was hosted by Dennis James, if a lot of people remember him. I used to watch that around, it was around 
on Channel 5, I believe. And I watched that. And uh, he did it. He did an outstanding job. He was good at that. Of course, uh, Bob Barker was the best, of course. Now, Bob Barker, give his bio- first I'll talk about his biography. And then uh, later on, I will uh, discuss about the first episode. So, uh, Bob Barker was uh, born on December 12, 1923. Uh, he would have been 100 years old this year. He was born in Darrington, Washington, and that was uh, outside of Everett, Washington. And uh, he spent most of his youth on an Indian reservation called the Rosebud Indian Reservation. And then, uh, then he joined the Navy during World War II, and then, uh, and then he attended college, and then... Uh, and then he, uh, in 1950, he moved to California to uh, pursue a broadcasting career. And he had his own radio show, The Bob Barker Show, for six years. And I didn't know that. Of course, and then he began his career, not with Price is Right. He, like I said before, he hosted Truth or Consequences. And uh, sometimes he hosted various game shows. Maybe he filled in with uh, when the hosts were gone. But he was also known as hosting Miss Universe and Miss USA pageants, you know, the beauty pageants like that. And uh, that was fun. My mom still loves watching those, you know, to this day. Uh, a lot of women today are like, ah, no. <laughs> but, uh, you know, but they had some beautiful women, beautiful girls, uh, you know, and like that. And uh, then he uh, then he began hosting The Prices Right in 1972. And uh, so, and the rest was history. So right now I'm going to play the the first episode. It's only about uh, why well, edited, it. So I'm not, it's not the whole thing. So that'll take too long. This is about two minutes and 44 seconds. It goes real quick. I'm going to play the first episode. The, that's like the introduction, excuse me, the introduction of the show. And, uh, just try to listen. Uh, it is on YouTube if you care to watch it, if you're interested. I have watched it about a couple times, and I enjoyed it. I really did. I loved it. And uh, it's nothing like what uh, what it is today. No. <laughs> it's different. And I will explain why after I play the introduction of the show. So here is the introduction of the first episode of The Price is Right that aired on CBS TV. That's in Chicago and WBBM TV Channel 2 in Chicago on September 4th, 1972. The Price is Right, hosted by Bob Barker. Okay, so I will be right back. Thank you, everyone. Uh, New Price is Right. Don't be nervous, guys. New Price is Right, show number 101-10011D, Air TVA. A fortune in fabulous prizes may go to these people today if they know when the price is right. Sandy Flournoy, stand up. Paul Levine, stand up. Connie Gunnell, stand up. Myra Carter, stand up. And all four of you, come on down. You're the first contestants on The New Price is Right. And now, 
Welcome to the new Price is Right, and let me assure you, fans of the old Price is Right, that this is your favorite game, still based on the pricing of merchandise, with wonderful awards for smart shoppers. We call it the new Price is Right, because we have some exciting new games that you will enjoy right there at home with our studio audience, and we're going to get that first game going right now. Here's the first item up for bids on the new Price is Right. It's a fur coat! A luscious natural brown muskrat coat with genuine white leather trim from the exclusive fur salons of Harry Brown, Beverly Hills, and Las Vegas. This beautiful coat can be yours if the price is right. That's right. Now, I want one bid from each of you and only one bid, and the one of you who bids nearest to the retail price without going over the retail price wins the fur coat. Now, we have rounded off our bids. We have rounded off our prices, that is, to the nearest dollar, so make your bids in dollars and dollars only. And we'll begin with you, Connie. What do you bid for that fur coat? $350. $350. All right. Myra? $900. $900. And... I can't see your name. Sandy. May I? Sandy? 150. $150. And Paul? A thousand. $1,000 for Paul. All right. We have our four bids, and here is the actual retail price of the fur coat. $595. And Connie is our winner. Come right on up here, Connie. Come right up here with me. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay, everyone, I'm back. I hope you enjoyed the introduction to the first episode of The Price is Right, hosted by Bob Barker, that aired on September 4th, 1972. It was on Channel 2 in Chicago. Uh, now you understand. It's nothing like today. <laughs> no, when you watch the show now, uh, in the beginning, you have people screaming, jumping up and down, getting so exuberant, you know, compared to what it was back then. If you watch the episode on YouTube, they're all sitting down quietly, sedated, you know, acting like ladies and gentlemen, you know. And when Johnny Olson, that's the original host, uh, not the host, I'm sorry, the announcer, the, the original announcer, and he would call their names and ask them to come down. Come on down, that is. And uh, they just walk very calmly, you know, like that. And then the, uh, for, like it was the same uh, format. You know, four contestants were chosen like that. And then they would uh, do their uh, – first they would show a prize. Uh, the prize that was – first shown on the first, on the very first show was a fur coat uh bob barker later on was uh at, uh, was against that he he's an he was he was an animal animal activist i can understand that 
you know, but that was a different understanding back then, you know, because women love for coats. I don't know about today. I have no idea because, you know, it's not nice to, you know, uh, animals sometimes scare me, but I don't want them hurt. You know, like most people, you, they, because they're, sometimes they're cute. Sometimes they're not cute, but, uh, but, uh, killing them is, uh, for that is, uh, I'm I'm for them. Uh, it's not good. That's t- that's tough. <laughs> so anyway, uh, so when you heard uh, they did the bid, and uh, one lady got selected, and she got the closest uh, bid, and then she went up, and the rest was history. And uh, when you watch the episode on YouTube, uh, they have all the classic games. Most of them, uh, some are gone, and. Uh, my favorite game on the Price is Right uh, is the clock game. I love that clock game. I really do. I, that's one of my favorites. They also have the range game. I think that came later. Uh, they still have that on the new show with Drew Carey. Like the, I remember the shell game they had. Remember that? So as for watching, uh, as for my memories of watching Bob Barker on the Price is Right, I used to watch the show when I was sick or during the summer. You know, they showed the reruns and, you know, just to pass the time, you know, and that theme song, you can't get it out of your head. And it's cl- it's a classic. It's still played to this day, you know. Um, when someone was in a new car, uh, like in the, the old days, uh, they get a little excited. They do. Now when someone wins, uh, now when someone sees a new car, they go, and they want to go nuts. And, uh, when they don't win the card, they're like down in the dumps. But they, well, when they do win, they jump up and down. They get excited. Sometimes you see pregnant women do that. I they should jump like that. No, it's not good. <laughs> you know. And of course, they have the showcase at the end of the show. But uh, in the beginning, in the beginning, you know, in 1972, they didn't have the uh, the, the wheel. I don't know when the wheel came. I'm not sure. Maybe. I think the late seventies or eight, uh, the eighties, at least. I I don't know, but the wheel is fun too. It really is. It's that's a lot of fun. Also, you know, my favorite part of the watching the prices right is it when you have the four contestants selected, and you watch each one uh, win, and you're wondering, oh, we got to get the uh, the one that's left over. You got to get that one that's sit, still st- sitting there and he's standing there until the uh, very from the very beginning. And there are a few some shows. Uh, most of the shows they don't get picked. They just never go up. They never get selected, and it's kind of a shame. You know, I feel sad for them. You know, but others do go up like at the last minute. But uh, it's I think the uh, you have to bid sensibly, you know, you know, and and uh, intelligently too. <laughs> That's so you can get, you know, so you can get close to the to the price. Then you can, then you get, then you win, and then you go up. Okay, and uh, so I do still watch it to this day uh, sometimes. But my mother watches it. Uh, she loves the game show. But uh, sometimes she's like most people. She's yelling, yelling at the TV. Why did this guy? Why did this person bid that? 
or like when they're playing a game, they put the wrong price, but they asked the audience out there in the beginning of the show in 1972, they never did that. They never asked people out in the audience. No, you, you, you use your own judgment, you know, like that. But, you know, and they're all screaming, you know, the new show, you're screaming, you know, no, go that, go that, and go that. Sometimes they're right, sometimes they're not. <laughs> uh, because uh, when you're out on the stage with Drew Carey, you feel helpless. <laughs> you know, as for Drew Carey, he's, he's done an excellent job. Uh, when Bob Barker retired in uh, 2015, no, actually, yeah, he fully retired into 2015, but he left the show in 2007. Uh, he, he, but he visited the show until then. Uh, but a lot of when it was announced that Drew Carey was going to host the show, a lot of people were like up in arms. They were mad. They were like, nah, this is wrong. He's a comedian. He's an actor. You know, boy, was he wrong. Uh, I mean, I'm not him, but the people. They were wrong, you know. You get, you know, when you get someone new to host a show, or they star in a new uh, sitcom, like that, you give them time. You give them time to, uh, you know, get used to it. And he did, you know. And the audience did, and they warmed up with him. He's wonderful. He's great at that, and he's so funny. <laughs> so. I love when he makes fun of the, uh, the contestants, <laughs> not intentionally, but uh, like that. And uh, he can't help himself, but he's he's done an excellent job. Excellent job. You know, I, I like him very much. I really do. If it were me auditioning the show, I would say no. <laughs> I'd rather audition for Jeopardy or I did at Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. I did that a couple of times, never get picked. But the show would be Jeopardy. I like it because it's a lot of fun. It's because uh, I know I have a, a lot of knowledge like that. Uh, Price is Right is like luck, you know, like that. But I would not audition. No, <laughs> it's not for me. Okay. As for Bob Barker, uh, he was still uh, working, you know, with animal act with his animal activism, and you know. And I think he wrote to Ringling, Ringling Brothers, Barman Bailey Circuses, to have the elephants removed, you know, from the circuses. I think he was responsible, and I believe they did. He did, you know, they did do that, you know. So that's great, you know. I love the circus, I really do. But uh, you got to treat the animals well, like that. Also, and then um, you know, then his health declined. And then, uh, you know, and he lived a long life. You know, his wife died in 1981. That was uh, Dorothy Joe. And then um, you didn't see him much uh, for the past couple of years. So, uh, let's see. of course, uh, he did a few acting jobs. Also participated in other game shows, like from Match Game. Uh, that's still on the Game Show Network. He was on that. He was good. He didn't host it. He uh, participated like that and of course his famous role was in happy gilmore with with adam sandler <laughs> they're punching with each other <laughs> that's a silly movie <laughs> like that so and then he so he passed away yesterday that was sad you know and uh 
A lot of people are going to miss them. But the game still lives on. Yeah, they still lives on. I hope it runs forever. <laughs> like that. I, uh, hopefully when they tape new shows, they will do something for his honor. They probably will. We'll see. Probably in the fall sometime. Okay. That's it for Bob Barker. Uh, right now I'll talk about uh, Barney's Market Club restaurant. Now, this restaurant I never went to. This was located at 741 West Randolph Street in Chicago. It was from the, the Greektown neighborhood. Um, it was famous for its uh, slogan, Yes, Sir, Senator. I will explain why they did this. Uh, because the owner of the restaurant, his name was uh, Barney Kessel. And... Uh, it was a, a huge place, a very popular place, and it, and uh, it was uh, a lot of people visit. Uh, they were sports fans, politicians. Uh, it was a place where you would uh, stop by when you're on your way to the Chicago Stadium to go see the Chicago Bulls or the Chicago Blackhawks or any event it's, uh, that happened there. Of course, uh, the, I've heard the food was excellent, according to most people. And uh, so the reason he said yes, sir, center is because he had a bad, he had, his memory was terrible. He didn't, he had, uh, he had, uh, he had no, he had bad memory for names. And he would just call people, yes, sir, senator. Even people who weren't senators, <laughs> he would call them senator. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's fine. Can you imagine me going to a restaurant and I'd be called Senator? <laughs> and uh, and then uh, <laughs> so he kept, he opened the restaurant in 1919. Uh, it wasn't located uh, at West Randall Street at first. It was located somewhere on Polk Street. I'm not sure exactly where. Uh, then. He held the rest, uh, then he was running the restaurant until he passed away. He passed away around November 1951. And then his uh, son-in-law uh, took over. And he, uh, I don't know if he held on to it until it closed. I'm not sure. Um, anyway, anyway, I found a menu of the place. Uh, so I had great, uh, let's see. Let's see what they also they had uh, great prime ribs, steak, any great food. If you want comfort food, filling food, that was the place to go. I love food like that. Oh, it's excellent like that. And then, uh, like I said before, it closed in 1996. So um, I don't know why. Maybe uh, maybe it was changing because now it's like Fulton Market. Everything new restaurants are coming in. Even Greek towns changed so much. And uh, let's see what else. Uh, so I, I remember one time I was interviewed on WGN radio and uh, a caller called in and asked about what about Barney's uh, Market Club? And he said, what are you? And the lady said, what do we get? And she mentioned, yes, sir, Senator. And I go, oh, <laughs> so a lot of people still remember that. They really do. Even if I post something on Facebook, on my Van Chicago and uh, page, 
they would mention, yes, sir, Senator, because of uh, Barney's Market Club. They remember that place, and uh, just one of those uh, slogans, uh, you know, that's part of Chicago history. Yeah, that's, that's wonderful. Okay. All right, so that's it for today. Uh, I would do a recap of what I talked about. Uh, I did. Uh, I talked about uh, Bob Barker, the game, the famous game show host. I did a tribute to him, uh, famous uh, for his uh, stint on The Price Is Right. Uh, passed away yesterday at the age of ninety-nine. Also, I talked about Barney's Market Club restaurant that was located at seven four one West Randall Street in Chicago. I would do another podcast episode. Tuesday, it's a milestone. It's two, episode 250. I will do something special, uh, probably something very Chicagoian, <laughs> as you could say that. You know, something, uh, it could be a celebrity, it could be a famous place. I promise you that I will do that. I, I, it's a, because that's a very special episode. And then the, that will be the end of season 10. And then I'll start with episode 251, with season 11. Okay. So this podcast will be published later on today. Uh, it'll be available wherever pack, podcasts are listened. Please subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. Also, it'll be on my YouTube channel. I mentioned this many times. Please subscribe on Vanishing Chicagoland Stories. Also, it'll be on my blog, VanishingChicagoland.blog. Also, It'll be on my social media accounts, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, and Threads. That's a new one. Okay, so um, I enjoyed this episode. It was a lot of fun. Also sad, you know, because of Bob Barker. All right, so this is Pete Costanis, your host of Van Chicago Land Stories, the podcast. Thank you for joining me today. I had a wonderful time. Uh, it's a beautiful day today. Enjoyed the weather. Uh, I'll try to do that. And uh, so enjoy the rest of your weekend. And uh, here's bye-bye for me. And here's Ray Rayner with a little traveling music saying bye-bye-bye. Take care, everyone, and so long. We have to go. Bye-bye-bye. <laughs>